Hello everyone and welcome back to Confessions of an IT Manager. I'm Joe and this week is week four of Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Uh, so this week is kind of short. We're just going to talk about some of the latest attacks, um, what's kind of up and coming, what's new and trendy out there for attacks, viruses, all that fun stuff. So uh, I hope you enjoy it and uh, we'll get started. So I think I mentioned it last week, but if I didn't, the good news is ransomware is down. It is actually down to only about 10% of uh, malware infections right now, uh, maybe a little less than that. That's actually some really good news. It seems like everybody was getting ransomware locked there for a while, business, home, you know, you name it. Um, but it kind of raises the question of why is it down? It's down because something else came up and because we got good at fighting against it. So what is it that is really kind of coming up and really taking the bait now and, and is the main thing that's going on? Well, it's a crypto mining virus. That's right. Um, for those of you who may, maybe don't know what crypto mining is, uh, crypto mining is basically selling your computer's processing resources to compute data and you get paid for it in cryptocurrency, you know, like bitcoins. Um, it's, as far as I know, completely fine and legitimate and legal um, to do that if you want to do it on your own. Uh, there's ways that you can do that, you know, kind of run a risk of burning up your processor doing it and stuff. But uh, there's a new virus going around that basically does that without your consent and without your knowledge. And it installs it quietly in the background of your computer. It ties up all your computer resources, um, basically processing data and getting paid for it, except you don't get paid. It's tied to the bad guy's crypto wallet. And uh, they are the ones that basically get the money off of it. It sounds like it doesn't work that well. It takes a long time to earn money off of that. But if you infect, you know, 100,000 computers, you're earning money pretty quick off of it. That's kind of the first trend. That's why this is kind of going this way. The good news about it is that um, you can find a lot of these viruses uh, with just any updated version of virus remover software, malware bytes, other things that are out there. Um, they will actually find it and remove it. The symptom you will experience on your computer that will kind of tell you that something is going on there is that your processing resources will be maxed at 100% all the time and, you know, your computer will be slow. Uh, that's kind of the only symptoms of it and that's kind of the only things going on with it. So uh, it's definitely a problem, but, you know, thankfully uh, it's kind of a little bit of a breather for a second while we recover from ransomware. Uh, so that's kind of the, the first step here. The next attack that is on the rise, however, is more serious. Um, it's called a fileless attack. Uh, basically, fileless attacks don't require the download of an executable file, you know, an .exe file, or require you know someone to click on one in an email. Used to be always, you know, watch out for the attachments, watch out for the attachments, you know, don't open the attachments because they could be executables. The percentage of that is dropping. They still do circulate around, so still be careful of attachments, but but they're dropping. Instead, uh, they basically exploit existing security breaches or files on your computer and um, will inject or run malicious code. Uh, kind of a quick process of how that works is basically someone receives a spam message, a phishing message, uh, with a link to a malicious website. They click that link. The malicious website loads Flash, which has known vulnerabilities on the user's computers. 
Flash then opens Windows PowerShell, and uh, that tool can, you know, execute commands, uh, basically just anything that it wants to, and it's a really powerful tool. Um, PowerShell downloads and executes a script from a command and control server, whether that's to steal information, set up a user account, anything like that. They do that, and then the PowerShell script um, locates and sends the user's data to the attacker or, you know, injects a malicious code, sets up a bad uh, user account and sends the info to the attacker, you know, stuff like that. That's kind of the steps of it. So, um, unfortunately, they are on the rise. Uh, these attacks are coming up in popularity. They're very difficult to detect. Uh, the best method to really detect them is to be very careful of links and emails. Um, you know, back to spam and phishing emails once again. If you guys have noticed every week this month, um, that phishing email idea or uh, theme, if you want to call it, has popped up over and over again. And it is still true. It is still the number one attack method against people and businesses and everything. And it is still so important that you watch out for those. So um, that's kind of the best thing there. And then um, some of the newer software out there is actually adding behavior-based analytics to identify the threats, kind of like logic-based. Um, basically, it says, you know, if PowerShell is open at the same time as Word, then, you know, there's a problem there, and that's something we need to watch out for. Um, not all the vi antivirus programs out there uh, defend against that or look for that or, you know, have that logic base to them, but the ones that do, that, that's going to be a good benefit for you guys. The last thing that I wanted to mention this week is that attacks against manufacturers are actually on the rise. Um, basically, the primary goal in over 90% of malware aimed at manufacturers is espionage, basically trying to steal their intellectual property, trade secrets, how their stuff is made, things like that, and get them out and uh, sell them, resell them on the black market, basically. Um, the biggest risk factor for manufacturing companies, I should say, is a lack of investment in cybersecurity. And that is time and money and staff training and involvement and everything like that. Those are actually the biggest risk factors that are right there. Um, roughly half of manufacturers have suffered from a cybersecurity attack as of this past year. Um, the statistics break down to like basically kind of a half of yes, like a hint under a half, and like 51% say no, they haven't. But that's a pretty high statistic. Um, unfortunately, just kind of like I mentioned a second ago, phishing emails are still the number one method of attack against manufacturers. So there's some stuff we can do to, to defend ourselves against this and strengthen our defenses. One thing is lock down network privileges to only information needed for those of you that have a shared network drive. Um, lock those down. You know, do it by department, do it by user group, stuff like that. And I think we talked about that in a really long ago podcast, um, proper ways to set up user permissions on share folders. If not, let me know if that's something you're curious about. We can talk about that more coming up here once we're done with uh, Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Um, another thing you can do, enforce tighter password policies across your domain. That should be a, a good given there. Employee training. That is... Uh, I don't want to say it's cheap and free, but it kind of is. Um, basically, you're creating a human firewall. I think I've mentioned that before. Um, that's kind of what we're doing this month. It's all about education, talking about it, sharing it with each other, encouraging those conversations amongst each other. Um, 
you know, really talking to your staff, your coworkers, everything is going to really help everybody build up that defense against this because now they know what to watch out for and they're, they're more trained on it and more comfortable with it. And then, um, Go ahead and and take a look at your network. For those of you who are in IT listening to this, take a look at some of your network security. Uh, Bring in some pen testers or find some tools to pen test it yourself. If you're curious about that, let me know. I'll shoot you that in a private message because some of those tools could be used for uh, bad things. I don't want to just flat out say it on a public podcast. (laughs) We don't need need more bad guys out there. Um, But, uh, you know, take some time to make sure that that security is there, that you are um, not allowing threats into your network. And then don't use just basic antivirus. Use something better, kind of like that logic-based one that we talked about here um, in the fileless attack section, that find something that's going to really work for you guys, that's going to predict more, learn your behaviors, um, you know, and even learn them across your network drives and everything like that. Really look for that. So guys, that's going to take care of this one. Kind of like I said, nice and short week, right? Um, this is it for the main core of Cybersecurity Awareness Month. However, next week um, on October 31st, we are going to have a special Scary IT Day. I've kind of dropped hints about it before. I'm really looking forward to it. There's some great stuff in there. There's some. Uh, there's a toy you should avoid at Christmas. I'm going to make you not trust some common household objects. And we're going to uh, basically kind of just highlight some notable hacks over the past couple years as well. Some are kind of funny, and uh, but they're all important and uh, worth looking at. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys enjoyed today's uh, podcast as well. And as always, if you have anything that you're curious about or want to learn more about, don't be afraid to drop me a line. Today's song that I want you guys to go look up is called This Feeling. It is by The Chainsmokers featuring Kelsey Ballerini.